0: Welcome to the Blur Channel, everybody. I have just seen Across the Spider-Verse, and I am here to try and give a spoiler-free review, and then I'm gonna go see it again next Tuesday and give a spoiler review. So for right now, my spoiler-free review, if you are even contemplating or thinking of the notion of trying to see this movie and take your kids or something, go see it, go see it multiple times, go see it on a $5 night, If you have to, do not wait for it to come to Blu-ray. Do not wait for it to come to streaming, because it might not ever. It is so incredibly good. If you liked anything about the first Into the Spider-Verse, you will absolutely love this movie. I cannot stress that enough. It was so good. Miles' character continues picking up. The animation is crisp. And we get more development on the stories that we've already learned. And it moves kind of fast. It's got a very fast pace, but it keeps you so engaged. And we kept watching. And this animated movie is actually two hours and a half, which is a crazy long runtime for an animated movie. But it didn't matter because we wanted to be in it the entire time. It was so funny. We were dying in the theater. I don't even know if I could say it's funnier than the first Into the Spider-Verse, but it's right there. First of all, the main villain of this movie, as you know, is The Spot, and he is absolutely fantastic. I looked up the actor that played him to voice him, and I tried to see if, like, if I knew him. I didn't know him from anything, so they just, they found him, and it was perfect. Every scene he had with Miles stole the show. Whenever he came in, I was excited to see him because I was like, oh my god, this guy is insane. And, like, his banter with Miles, it's so good. And it's like, because, like, in a way, most villains that you face, that Spider-Man faces, are always trying to demean him and bring him down. And, like, the spot almost, like, wants respect from Miles. But at the same time, he still has, like, that same goal of trying to demean him and bring him down. It just works so Well, and they I was I was kind of worried that like we wouldn't get to see a lot of the spot because they have so much else going on with Miguel Ohara in there. But it was very satisfying. We saw enough with the spot. We saw some good fight scenes between them. And again, I don't know how Sony can come up with this banter for this movie and they don't apply it to like their other movies in their Sony verse, like Venom and Venom Two and Mobius, like those were so terrible. And it's like if you could just get the same people that did this one to do those, they could be so much better. But then again, like I said, it's animation. Sometimes you can do things that you can't always do. Just like into the Spider-Verse, balancing so many characters so well, yet we still got our main hero and main villain, but we still got satisfactory arcs from Peter Park from Peter B. Parker, from Spider Gwen, from even Spider-Man Noir. Like <laughs> he was a side character. We still got a satisfying character arc for him in a movie that was stuffed with heroes and villains, this movie did the same thing. It's still kind of stuffed with heroes and villains, but instead of having one, you've kind of got the spot, and then Miguel O'Hara is definitely playing the anti-hero role, and that'll be pretty fun to unpack. I love how they added um Jessica Drew in there, because that's what, I when she first came on, I didn't see the trailer that revealed Jessica Drew, so when she came on, I was wondering. Are they going to say that that's Jessica Drew? And they did. So that's Spider-Woman. In the comics, you know, she's not from an alternate reality. She's just Spider-Woman in our MCU continuity. But I think it was smart just to bring her in as another alternate version of Spider-Man because it just made the most sense at this point. And so some of the reveals we got on Miles Powers and where they really originated from, it's really incredible. And I kind of want them to go more into Miguel O'Hara in the next one, which I think that's what we'll get. Honestly, I think Beyond the Spider-Verse has a chance to be the best out of the trilogy. Right now, I have Into the Spider-Verse as the best of all the Spider-Man movies that we've gotten, as well as better than this one. But again, only by a tiny, tiny fraction. And Beyond the Spider-Verse is going to set up and completely lay the foundation for everything. And so I'm so glad that I went to see it. I'm trying to think of what else I loved about it. Um, Spider-Gwen, we got a really good look at her character and what defines her. And that was unexpected, but very refreshing. And it didn't take away from the movie, or it didn't kind of shift it to, like, her story. It just kind of set things up really well, because as soon as it went back to Miles, we all knew, okay, we're back in Miles' story. And again, it's so funny and jittery, it's just, ah, uh, so good. And um, we even got to get uh, a closer look at the relationship between him him, and his mother, And that was really beautiful, too. They had some really because the first one kind of focused on his relationship with his father. But in this one, we got a closer look at that relationship with his mother. And that was very deep and very touching. And so, yeah, Sony just I don't know how they do it with these, but they keep hitting. So definitely go check it out. You will not be disappointed. And um, I'm going to leave here on reviewing it because I don't know what else I can say without spoiling it. So again, utterly fantastic and just fun for the whole family. And I remember seeing Guardians 3 and thinking, like, this is good. But, you know, it's still not, like, for the whole family. Like, if you have kids that saw Guardians 1, I wouldn't take them to see Guardians 3 because Guardians 3 was a lot more intense than Guardians 1. However, this one, I can say, like, it is literally for anybody. Like, it's rated PG, so you can take kids. But any parent will go in there and laugh their butt off. It's not like taking your kid to see Shrek. Like... You Will Be Invested in the Storyline is not just a kid's movie. And I think that's the best and maybe my favorite part about it. Like, Sony made a movie that kids can see, but it is not a kid's movie. Any adult of any age will thoroughly enjoy this. Into the Spider-Verse and across the Spider-Verse. I cannot get over again how good they are. I just rewatched Into the Spider-Verse. And yeah, I think it still has that number one slot for me. But as we go into this... we go into the next one I really do think Beyond the Spider-Verse is probably going to take the top spot once they once they close this story you know and I think that's all that's all I can say without spoiling it so um I hope you enjoy it I hope you get a chance to go see it and until next time blurts.